he would say, oh, yeah, no, this is like a really good friend of mine. She's like doing a photo shoot and she's sending some photos to her man and she wanted my opinion. I would mentioned something mm -hmm. like that to you once and you're like, no one does that. Nobody sends those to their guy straight by friend and goes, will my man like this? No. <laughs>
but I got nowhere with it. <laughs> arena football is anybody who plays probably college or um, oh. mainstream football. Like you were in an arena, you were like playing hmm. on a big team. Like he was probably signed with with like pick an NFL team. Got it. Okay, just, that's my yeah. Well, that was one of his many lies, mm-hmm. and I tried to look up the exact like how long she was with this man um and it sounded like it was about a year ish year and a half right and is that i would correct? say right beginning of lockdown in 2020 yeah it was like just two or three weeks before lockdown and then up until the divorce which was i believe middle end of 2021 okay so like year year and a half yeah maybe more towards year and a half two years but they'd only met three yeah. weeks before lockdown before quarantine with mm-hmm. themselves during that time so yeah and I feel like the main reason we do want to talk about this and her story and what she went through is because like I think everyone has like been around someone who's lied about things we all have lied in our lives so we're not acting like we're better than anybody else like I've definitely no. lied from and time to time there's different kinds of lying though there's, yeah there's impulsive compulsive and pathological and there's like little white lies or maybe you're telling a joke or a story, you're going to embellish it and make it just sound a little bit better and more entertaining than what it is or a little lie to get out of a, a you know, work or, but then there's the, right. I don't know why I'm lying. I'm just lying and then building lie upon lie upon lie. And then it's kind of like you believe your own lies and then mm-hmm. you don't even know who you are anymore. Or you're just trying to like use, manipulate, gaslight, steal, cheat, take. So I, yeah. Yeah. And that's this man who she calls Legion is kind of like the name that she gives him when she tells the story. And basically she goes and recalls all of these events of all the many little things that this man had lied about. And it was just like everyone was gripped by this story. Like it is going completely viral on TikTok. The first time I started watching, which I took three business days to watch it. Like I took mm-hmm. my time. I listened to it as I was doing things. And it it shocked me how many little things he would lie about. And I had a moment of like, okay, she really knows a lot of these details. Like it's very odd. But she basically explains that she was taking voice notes and she has like video or like voice diaries of all the different things. So it's kind of like somewhere in her gut, she had a feeling, a sense, a premonition that maybe he was lying about things. So she started collecting this evidence, so to speak. And obviously now it's 2024. So she's telling the story and she holds herself accountable. She talks about how I will tell you even when I messed up. And mm-hmm. there were a couple of times mm-hmm. where in the story she would break and be like, this is a bad look for me, but I'm going to tell you it anyways. And people have been questioning her why she told the story. And it's basically to help somebody else out there, which is so commendable. And she said even if she just helps one person, mm-hmm. and she says that multiple times. Um, and I think she started to document things because she clocked them. Yeah. And she was, again, she was stuck in quarantine with this person, living together with this person. And he came off, of course, very charming. I mean, the first thing he did was change a tire, come to her on their first date because her tire blew. And so, of course, when someone comes along, they're like, I'm going to pay for this and I'm going to take care of this and all this. And then during quarantine, like, oh, I'll pay our bills. I'll pay the rent. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, okay, great. Which he did do. Mm -hmm. He did do. Yeah. He did pay for the Their living expenses must not have been that expensive at the time. Mm -hmm. And whatever job he had at the time, whatever job he had. I mean, it's just, it is wild, though. Like, listening to her story also she's she's a good storyteller in my opinion it reads yeah. like an audiobook mm-hmm. she goes in chronological order yep that's what i also cuz like the anticipation is there and i'm like after i'd listened to that couple of episodes and you were like okay and i'm like no no keep going let it play <laughs> i have to i have to finish this i yeah. have to like finish this and i didn't even hear the first 10 episodes you gave, gave me you summary. the cliff's notes you're like here's the cliff's notes and i'm like okay and then for 2 days straight i was just hooked I couldn't wait to just stick it on and listen to it and needed it to end. I needed that closure. I needed that yeah. closure. I needed it to end. Because I was also curious, like, who the fuck did she marry? Mm-hmm. And then, like, did she get out of it? Like, what I – and, you know, she's obviously fine today. She's thriving. Yeah. She's living her life. She's doing really well. She's going on vacation. She's finally going on that European yeah. trip. She's going to London and France, and we love that for her. Yeah. Um, maybe BMW will send her a BMW. Um, what was it? Like, the Colback interior or something? She had, like, oh, a the cognac, it was cognac the, interior. It was, like, dark – like, a, some navy blue, blue with, like, cognac interior. And, again, this was an item <laughs> – 
a, a physical thing that this man promised her and mm-hmm. was going to get for her with all of his offshore accounts and his like money and his job because he's a VP. Yep. Which of course he stole that, not stole, but like he mimicked that identity from his twin brother that she didn't find out until much later. Yeah. So, but yeah, yeah basically in like, for me, it took three days to get through. You may be like, I would say three, two. I mean, you like started you before me. You it. were 10 first in, and then I went through it. I got ahead of you at one point, mm-hmm. and then I was like, You caught me up. Then I caught you up. <laughs> I was like, Well, now we got, now we got to like, let me catch you up on what you missed out on. And then we both finished the last episode together, mm-hmm. um, I think yesterday. Yeah. And then I'm just, I'm checking her account, checking for updates and new mm-hmm. stuff, but then also noticing like she went from like 1.3 to 2. Yes. Point something million followers. She's at 2.8. I just and she's checked. She's sharing good news about things. And then, out of morbid curiosity tonight when I was getting my nails done. Look Ooh, at them. check oh. them out. Um, Nail cam. I was like, you know, I'm just sitting here doing nothing while they're working on my hands. I'm just going to, like, scroll through my phone in some capacity and see where we're at. And I noticed that the main three hashtags that are being used right now is the hashtag Legion. Um, Yikes. Her name, her handle. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, then there's Pathological Liar, 51 Parts, or all of those things. And they somebody found him. So someone found him, and like, like that's that. the thing about the internet is bless them when they say internet do your thing, like they will do their thing. Yeah. Um, and like the thing about this story is it's not the first time we've ever heard of something like this. For either. sure. And like the thing about her transparency and her going through the entire process. Now, mind you, she had to like gather all the information mm-hmm. and her notes and everything that she'd experienced to tell the story and do it in a playlist with parts so that it was like an audiobook. And yeah going it at her own speed and her own pace and i thought she was very concise she did recaps mm-hmm. she kind of kept us up to speed i know she's not going to get to like the 10 to twenty thousand comments but she was trying to address some of them yeah to even be like you know i know you guys were asking about this this and this and i will answer that and that and then she went on i didn't see any of the lives but she ended up going on and doing the lives but a lot of I, I needed to listen to it and finish it because it was triggering as fuck for me. Mm-hmm. It was, it was like very, very triggering to like, I had a nightmare <laughs> the night, like yeah, last night, the night before me about it. I listened to it up till bed I, and I like, I love horror. I listen to true crime. I'm listening to all of these spooky horror things like murder, like no problem. Mm-hmm. Um, like Sunday morning <laughs> and I just <laughs> had it a impacted really, impacted you. It really did. It really bothered me. It stirred up a lot of my experience, which I don't really talk about very often, and a lot of what I went through, mm-hmm. um, which was over a four-year span of my life and the relationship with my ex, mm-hmm. one of my exes, rather. Um, and when she <clears> – <throat> the lies upon lies on top of each other, just the promises in the beginning of, like – felt familiar, huh? It was so familiar. It was just so familiar, and I was like, okay, so – Someone else is experiencing this, and she's having these feelings, and mm-hmm. I had those feelings, and then I also clocked those red flags. Yeah, I did. I, 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 I did. I did several times, like the first year, and then like even the second. And like to be fair, like my ex messed up several times, and mm-hmm. I still stayed and took me. Like it, it was just a, yeah. it was a bad time. But like, yeah, just finishing that story was like okay cool it was important to you to get to the end i needed to we needed the, the yeah. victory at the end it's like we just yeah. gotta get through this game of thrones show yeah we just gotta finish in the life even if the last few seasons sucked like we just had to do it so yeah i had to finish it and just to to see where things were at mm-hmm. because i love to see someone rise up shining and thriving and living their best life mm-hmm. now knowing they unfortunately had to have that experience to learn those lessons and to not like, oh, now I know all the red flags. I can catch them. It's like, no, we don't address everything as a red flag. We right. don't. We can't obsess over it mm-hmm. about like, I can't trust anybody ever again. You know, right. I can't trust no man ever again. I can't trust no woman, whatever my partner is. I can't. It's what I like to call the victim to victor. Yeah. It's like in every Hollywood movie, every story, you know, you want to watch somebody who's going through a tough time, but then them come out on the other end. Um, which I'm glad you talked a little bit about like why it struck you so much and like why we really wanted to talk about it. And I, I also like really want Cosmo, um, to tell a little bit, like maybe after I give a little two cents why it struck me, um, is that I, to me, I, I didn't obviously have a nightmare about it, but I grew up watching someone do something like this to my mom. 
So it was very interesting for me as like a preteen into a young adult, watch someone be gaslit and watch them be manipulated and be lied to. And I, back then, could recognize and clock those things, but I couldn't do anything about it because I was young and impressionable. And at one point, I, I didn't were live aware. at home. Like, you knew it wasn't right. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I definitely was aware because of, like, when when you're not the person that they're lying to, a lot of times the manipulator or the person who is lying, at least from my experience, they show the outer person that, like, look, I got her to buy the lie. Look, like, you can't do anything about it, especially because I was powerless. Um, so, and anytime I would try to, like, warn my mom or try to be like, hey, this person is lying to you or this person is doing something harmful to me because at one point it did get flipped onto me, um, I didn't get the support and I didn't get the I believe in you that I needed at the time. So listening to her story for me, I had a very different viewpoint because I was sitting there like, okay, the first thing she clocks is that he was going to his vice president job in work clothes and she clocked it. She felt it in her gut. So to me, when I listened to it, I was like, girl, why didn't you do anything? And I had to take a step back when we talked about it because you had mentioned to me and she even mentioned that she just really wanted love. Yeah, she wanted and, to believe him. She wanted yeah. to be like, what if he's telling the thing that she kept saying was, what if he's not lying? Exactly. What if he's telling the truth? What if he's being sincere? And I don't know what that feeling is like because I wasn't that person that was like, mm. maybe my stepdad is not lying to her because I saw behind the curtain. Right. I saw him go from like, huh, see how I got away with this? So once you instilled that in me, I was like, Oh, we have very different viewpoints on manipulators, gaslighters, red flags, because like I've seen it from 10 feet away where you were the person in it. So Cosmo, I'm curious on your end, like I know you didn't watch all 50 parts like we did (laughs) because we're obsessed, but I'm curious, where do you feel like you are with this story? Like, have you had a relatable experience? Have you watched somebody with a relatable experience? I've witnessed it from from you chrissy because we were friends and we met a long time ago in the galaxy far far away <laughs> and uh they're still friends by the way <laughs> we were they, friends we are not friends they're still anymore. friends <laughs> um so i've seen it i witnessed it and like when it's it's hard because when you have so many people telling you mm-hmm. or seeing it or don't like the other person it's kind of like i don't how who can I trust? Now, yeah. from seeing it, witnessing it, and then going through it myself with somebody I dated, which we're not gonna say names, but Do I give him a fake name? She looks like Kathy Griffin. There you go. Kathy Griffin? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I spat okay. so much that made me Okay. Uh yeah. Let's just say Kathy Griffin. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, we Carrot, lo- Carrot we do like Kathy Griffin. I love okay. Kathy Griffin. We love her. She's funny. She's one of my favorite lesbians. Go ahead. Let's, you know, <laughs> Okay, how about this? Carrot Top. There you go. Carrot Top. Carrot Top. Uh, so it's it's kind of like one of those things. I didn't know anything about this person. They just mm-hmm. showed up to one of my birthday parties a long time ago, and and it was striked interest in me. Mm-hmm. And like, I don't go out seeking. I don't go push on. I don't go hit on people. Yeah. So if somebody takes an interest in me, I'm like, eh, cool. Maybe I give this person the time of day. Yeah. Hear nothing about this person until later after we already made that, hey, we're going like, to start dating, going out, blah, 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 blah. And then I'm hearing all these bad things from people that normally don't talk. I don't talk to, but hmm. people I do trust. So I trust okay. their opinions. Chrissy pointed out to me. My other friend, um, Claire Max, she pointed out something to me. And then two other people. And I was like, they're saying all these things. And then the person, um, Carrot Top, was saying they're just saying this because of blah, 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 blah. Or they're going to say this because of this and that and then that. Or oh. be aware of these certain things that people might say about me. Uh-huh. But then I'm starting to listen to it and I'm like, experiencing other people and hearing their stories, mm-hmm. just like this person on TikTok. I'm just like, red flag, red flag, red flag, red flag. I'm like, all right, cool. Well, I am done. Goodbye. Fuck off. Wow. So you so, like... Yeah. I just, I, I had to. I'm like, I'm sorry. This is not this. I'm not going to back you up. Yeah. I'm not going to give. There's so much How against you. How long were you guys dating when you, when people were like. You and Carrot when Top. They, when they, when you and Carrot Top. <laughs> Please put in a picture to of Carrot Top. To, 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 to tell you the truth, like, it wasn't even that long for me to yeah. remember until somebody brings it up. Because it was just right, like. Right, right. A month? Two months? Uh, probably like almost a year. No, it wasn't that long. No? It was not that long. 
Okay, so maybe like a couple months, like four, six. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It just didn't seem like a a time of my life where it's just like you'd started posting photos, and that's where. Yeah. Because if you had never shared the information or shared it with the world, Hmm. do you think anybody would have meant like asked you about it? Probably not. Like even one of my closest friends that 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 person worked with Mm -hmm. didn't say anything until later. It was like, oh yeah, well they always she always asked about you at work, so I was always kind of worried like she was infatuated with Cosmo. I was like. Mm. Okay, but Yeesh. that person is. That's an, another question I have. So, what do you mean she asked about you? She was asking. She got he people invited her to the party, so I didn't know who she was. Oh. But she's asked about me just because I guess me on social media like interest. or whatever interest. Like, yeah. Like is he single? Yeah. Exactly. That's what I would imagine. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Nothing it's... else then. But yeah, right after that. <laughs> Chrissy's like, what else? Like, what else? What else does Carrot Top ask? Um, <laughs> no, I, I give you a hard time. I apologize because I know what she was doing. Yeah. Basically just doing research. Yeah. In my in my opinion. And um, hmm. and I don't like that. I like to surround myself with people that are negative or toxicity. I try to cut out really quick. And I'm yeah. really good at judging about that from by being a bartender and seeing people's personalities yeah. and rumors. Like, it takes... For one person to say something about somebody, mm-hmm. I'll take it with a grain of salt until somebody else says it. Okay. So two people? So I need a second opinion. Oh. Hmm. I'm not that with everybody. Even by people that I'm like, you know, seeing or friends or family whatnot. now. I was like, all right, you say that. But let me get somebody else on the left field that's just not, doesn't know me, that can understand or see things. Yeah. Yeah, they usually clearly. say the majority. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. So that's yeah. right when that happened. I'm just like, I'm sorry, I can't do this. I'll tell you why. I told her to face and that's it done i'm genuinely really impressed because i feel like that's that's a hard thing to do especially because we're in such an era where you don't want to judge individuals based on what other people say about them um but i don't maybe it was like your gut your intuition or something you obviously had really good close friends to warn you and to kind of be like hey and even in our story with risa I, I hope I'm saying her name correctly. If I'm not, I heard I'm so sorry. somebody on TikTok say Tessa. Tessa. Tessa, maybe. I she even had an aunt who called and was like, not saying like, "Hey, you shouldn't be with that person," but the aunt said something like, "Well, you married him," and yeah. was kind of being like, Ooh. "And I give you a lot of credit for ending that situation before it even really got bad." Yeah. So even though it was, you know. In my mind, I'm like, hey, I'm dating somebody. This is great. Oh, you're all excited. But at the same time, I'm just like. You want to find love? It's like, hey, I don't want that bullshit. I built my reputation so far. Right. To not to have any of this crap in Good my life. Good for you. And I don't want anything to do with it. That's why I'm like, oh, yeah, forgot about that person. <laughs> <laughs> you're so far removed, which is great. Yeah. But if, if uh, I, just, I just couldn't imagine if that would have. I don't know. I it's 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 hard to say if I went longer mm-hmm. than that, like four years or five years. I don't think personally. Oh, you wouldn't have lasted very long. <laughs> I, I'm. I, I, you, no, not with us. Not with this one. No, I I don't I don't. <sighs> you would have cut it off. I mean, I'm just I'm glad that you had friends that reached out. Mm-hmm. You know, even if though I, I was one of them, I didn't know who else reached out to you. Yeah. I mean, I'm not gonna lie. There was a moment I did have a chat with Claire because we were both concerned. We've known you for yeah. for years. And, uh, and Claire and Claire much... was one of those person that I'm just like, she came out of the woodwork and just left me this whole thing. I'm like. And we have our conversations, our interactions in public, when we have, it's like, hey, how you doing, blah, blah, blah. It's, it's great, yeah. lovey-dovey. It's friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's not like real talk friend. Ride or die. <laughs> Ride or die. It's oh, like, okay. It's not like it's like my best buddy that I like right. I take a bullet for or something like yeah. that. It's just like, oh, shit. Hey, Claire, how's, how's it going? Yeah. And then and told then, the whole thing. Like, oh, and that's someone who, uh, let me try to figure out what you're saying there, that they wouldn't bring drama to you? Is that what you're saying? That like this person It's the person out of left field. So like Chrissy, oh. like Chrissy warned me, and I'm like, okay, it's kind of like if we have a, like a social situation. There's a pro- person in our group, right? Like a photographer, mm-hmm. something like that, or a cosplayer that's just causing a problem. Yeah, it's like usually I wait to hear like everyone else talking mm-hmm. about the Got same it. person, the same okay. problem. Okay. But if I hear one person bitching and compl- complaining about it, or not right. bitching and complaining, but right. but you know, like talking about it or how you say exploding it. Okay, yeah. But no one else is chiming in. I was like, I had the same kind of problem with the person. Yeah. I had that same kind God, of problem. Yeah. Okay. And I'm like, all right, it's in the ether's cloud. It's not serious. But so when- Claire's been a long time, I think if I can, for you, Claire's been a long time friend. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but they don't talk every single day. So when she messaged him out of the blue, it was very like, 
oh, okay. Yeah. Um, this you... person's words had a lot of weight to yeah. you. Yeah. It meant something. It meant, okay. it, yeah, it, it, meant yeah. it was so important that somebody like Claire would just come out of the woodwork and just take the time mm-hmm. to tell me. Mm-hmm. And like, we don't hang out in the same circle, so I wouldn't see her in public. But yeah. I'm like, that was it, was, it was pretty like insightful. I'm like, oh shit, well, Christy said the same thing too. And I'm like, I'm not saying that what Christy said was like, eh, but I'm like, yeah, but now I it's two it. people. I, yeah. I understand it. I'm like, I'm and seeing three it. And the four. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I started doing my own little research behind it. I'm like, mm-hmm. and I started asking questions of, with other people. And I start, then though. I start hearing like the bad mojo, bad it's mojo. It's like catching a cold early and you're like, I'm just going to stay home. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I'm not going to go to that party. I'm not going to go to that thing. I'm just going to stay home and get better. So that, that, that's mine. So mm-hmm. in your situation, Chrissy, did you have anybody warning you about the partner you had been with? Like, did you have any friends that came out and... I mean, in the beginning, no, it was very like this person kind of came out of left fields. Um, okay. And I've been out in this community with these friends and these folks for many, 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 many years. Um, cosplay community, uh, entertainment industry, the nerd geek, whatever you want to call it. And, um, and it, you know, t- messaged me, took an interest in me. And I'm over here like, what? Why? Why? What? Why? Um, and that's, I mean, I think at the time. You're I so just, humble. I, I like, I know some people, like, predators, people with predatory predatory behaviors who want to go out, pathological liars, who want to go out <laughs> and, like, manipulate and gaslight and use and take and um, whatever it is, they are hurting on their own ends for some other reason. Whether it's their mm. insecurity, they're overcompensating for something, they don't have the validation that they need, so they need multiple women and men, even, and people to give them validation because mm-hmm. one person is not enough. Um, but that aside... They sometimes will find broken people. Right. Like, I'm broken. I don't have self-love right now. I have my own insecurities. I'm in a bad relationship. I'm in a bad situation. And they, you know, they'll, they're like, they'll mine for that gold. Like, I need to find the triggers. I need to find their weaknesses. I need to find stuff to use against them. Mm-hmm. The insecurities, whatever the case may be. And then they do the love bombing and they build you up and they lift you up and they take the interest in you and they're so interested in you and you have all these things in common and everything is all oh. magic and great and awesome. Yeah. And like when they're coming out of nowhere and no one knows them, like um, Risa or Tessa, or Risa Tessa's experience was like she was going into lockdown. Right. There, was, there, there wasn't going to be any like let's exchange social media, lightly date, figure things out. Right. There's like, um, we have, we're together now and you're going to pay for rent and bills and expenses. And now we're stuck in the situation together because we're quarantining together because mm-hmm. that was so important at the time. And because this person, um, th- because, um, I'm just going to call him X because X kind of came out of nowhere, but it was sort of lightly adjacently there. Mm-hmm. I didn't think anything of it because I'm like, well, I don't know this person really that well. And, People kind of like really shipped this in the, us in the beginning. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So instead of like what Cosmo had, you had people being like, oh my gosh, these two are really cute yeah, together. They're, exactly. They're really cute together. They're really cool. Where'd you find him? Blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, I don't know. Ooh, you know, like little no. birds chirping, like, he's really great. Ooh. And you know, and I had my own like, like to me, I'm like, I'm kind of a troll, you know, like I'm a weird, like goblin troll person. I can be pretty sometimes. But like, I, in my brain, it was like, this person. We don't look like we should go together. Insert glamour shot of Chrissy as she calls herself a troll. Oh my god! <laughs> um, so at the you time, that's how I felt. Like mm-hmm. I did not feel very attractive at the time, and mm. I think he recognized that. And when I was asking, in a way, it's like, "Why are you interested in me? Like, look at you." Ooh, that's their favorite. Yeah. Why me? Why me? <laughs> you know. And then we got we started getting to know each other, and. Like, there were little red flags. Of course, there were little red flags. But I'm like, mm-hmm. I don't know this person. No one's coming out of nowhere to warn or say anything to me because maybe they his his dirty laundry, so to speak, his history was not brought to anyone's attention yet. And mm-hmm. it does get brought, same, similar with uh, Risa Tisa, it does get come out into the lightness um, over the, the course of those years, especially when things ended the way that they did. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like, there was no one. It was all about shipping us. And then, you know, the disappointments when a lot of lies compiled on top of each other towards Mm -hmm. the end of the first year we were together. I mean, we like, we moved in, we were living together. Um, And I was, yeah, and um, the cheating and then the serial cheating and then the, you know, get back together, cheat some more. Like it was just, it was very, it was a different situation. But the lying part 
And I mean, there were things this man would lie about that I at the time was like, yeah, but you know what? That, I think that I think does that make sense? That's kind of cool. Yeah, I guess that's real. And then I'm like, you know what? Even if it's not, it's not a big deal. It's mm-hmm. just it, he made this he embellished this person. Like he said he dated this famous actress. And I at the time I was like, oh yeah, you were you were around you were in an industry at the time that that would make sense. So I was justifying the red flags of little white lies I thought were just white lies. Yeah. Just so I can be like, oh, there's an excuse for this. There's a reason for this. And then then you start clocking things and mm-hmm. you start putting the archives of mental notes in your your mind palace <laughs> and yeah. saving that for later. Not to use as like not to weaponize, but just to remember mm-hmm. just in case like, you know, I feel like I want to go on and do a 50-part story on TikTok someday. Yeah. Not that I'm going to. I don't think so. But I do think it would be kind of like how she did. I mean, if you ever felt, like, compelled that you think really breaking down your story could really help someone, I think that that's – Yeah, that's the other thing. That's great. I like that approach to it, and I'm not trying to draw attention to it, and I I don't need – the web sleuths to go and track this person down. No, we're good. Don't do that. <laughs> we don't need to do that. Well, he's pretty fucked anyways. In the I community. mean, this person, this person yeah. was, um, in a way, there was some, <laughs> how do I say this? I, um, the vindication and the validation and the knowing that after this period of time, I was not crazy. I mean, this, this man would do like the right in front of your face gaslighting. Be mm. like, I would see a photo on his phone in passing of a girl in lingerie or something. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, he knew we, – we knew models. We knew people. We knew cosplayers. We knew people in the industry. And right. I would glance at it and be like, oh, like, what is that? You're like, who is that? Like, oh, and he, he – and in, in my face, in front of my face, and I just took it like, yeah, sure, it makes total sense. As I'm crying on the inside oh. of my soul about – he would say, oh, yeah, no, this is, like, a really good friend of mine. She's, like, doing a photo shoot, and she's sending some photos to her man, and she wanted my opinion. And then I remember I told you – I would mentioned something mm-hmm. like that to you once, and you are like, no one does that. No, like, no one... one sends linguine, lingerie, <laughs> nudie patooties, noodles. Nobody sends those to their guy straight by friend and goes, will my man like this? No. <laughs> no one does that. But in my he brain, I'm like, oh, I mean, I guess, yeah, because, you know, maybe he knows. I don't I don't know. And then then after like a couple of years, mm-hmm. And I know for her at hand, it started a lot uh, off a lot quicker. You, I'd started to like notice his patterns of what he was doing. Like if we're driving at night and he's sitting in the passenger seat and he's on his phone, and like his screen's all bright, he always never it always his phone's always tilted away from me. Like, oh, that's always a tilted big away from me. sign. My favorite part though was I could see the reflection in the glass. <gasps> Stop <laughs> it! I never told him that, but I'm just like oh. you're just like looking. Like, to slide into this man's DMs, first of all, I don't want to do that. I do not want to be in there because I have, I've already seen many a screen grabs from many of these women mm-hmm. um, who have sent them to me the first, like, you know, a few times when he'd fucked up during our, our time together. And then mm-hmm. the first year, year and a half after that, when mm-hmm. it was like, everyone's like, oh, coming out of the woodwork. And coming out and messaging me and being like, hey, he did this to me too. He did this to me. He did this. You guys were together. We did this. Um, oh, wow. They were honest about it. They were very honest, very transparent. Oh, and then a couple of them were like, great. and the worst ones though, and I hate to say this, and we didn't put this in the trigger warning, but the reason why, like a big, a big thing why my wake up moment mm-hmm. was the, and it took everybody like everyone's like this is it we're all pulling her out we got to get her out we got to get her out of this was when the sexual assault allegations started to come out Mm. so aside from the using and the stealing and the manipulating and then taking things and money and gifts from people with lies on top of lies and you know financially royally fucking me for those four for that time period, it was the, I was in must protect mode. Mm-hmm. I was in, I believe all of them. I believe all of these women. Mm-hmm. And you have to, you have to believe, believe women the right victims. away. You have to believe them right away. Otherwise, if we have an inch or an ounce of doubt, they're not, no one's going to come forward. Right. Women aren't going to like experience, express their experiences. They're not going to 
go to the police and file reports. Like right. we, you know, I had friends take some of these victims to file those reports. Hmm. And like, because everyone wanted to give me my space and they're like, we need to, you know, let's like give people their space. Mm-hmm. And then there was a nice moment of solidarity. And then there was a couple of weak weakness moments during that first couple of months where he was reaching out. Hmm. And I was like, and I, and, and it's just like, it's that, it, oh yeah, I did all that. It's but, hard at first. And it's like, that's what he did to me though for years though. It's like, did you ever watch um, The Purple Man? Um, Jessica, Jessica Jones. Jones. Jessica Jones. It was like, he just mm-hmm. opens his mouth and talks to her and immediately she'll do whatever he says. She'll do whatever. Mm. Like she, yeah, it was like, so I, when that show had come out, I was like, oh, yeah. my parents like, this is bad. But yeah, no, it was a really bad situation. Like and Phantom of the Opera too. Oh, Oh my gosh. Yeah. Phantom yeah. being like, oh, sing no. for me. And her just like, being like, Ugh. um, but yeah, like, I, I mean, I do, like, so, I mean, do you have, yeah. So I want to piggyback off a little bit of what you said, but also I want to kind of rope it in with the story, um, with what she was talking about. So a pivotal moment in my life that I really related to in her story is that she would talk about him going to his job and he would be gone from the same time every single day from like 6 a.m. to like 2 p.m. or whatever. And in my case, my stepdad did the exact same thing where he would go to a job, never specified where or what he was doing, and he would just go. And my sister won't even recollect this, but at the time she was a baby in diapers and I would wake up every day and I don't even know that my mom will corroborate this story, to be honest, at this point. So please be gentle with her, too. Um, I would be waking up early before school, and I would be changing her diapers and getting her set up. And she was like a toddler, a baby. And then I would have to go run out and catch the bus. And I don't know where my stepdad was or what he was doing, but I would watch him lie to her every day and say that he was working his job or out doing running errands for the home and he's a stay-at-home dad and taking care of his child when I was the one doing the work and I I even remember having a conversation like not recently but a couple years ago just like with my mom and it was strange to me because like even then I don't know that she really understood what was happening and uh she doesn't remember it and that's that part of Risa's Tessa's Risa Tisa story made me really think a lot about it because it's like if I were an adult, I would have gotten in my fucking car and followed his ass to his job. Like now obviously, but it's different for me because I've witnessed it. And now as an adult, if my man, my friend, my whoever is showing any signs of lying or saying that they have a job when I feel like they don't. Now I have the fucking backbone to get in my car and follow his fucking ass and be like, where are you working? Or another example, the promising of buying her a car. There were so many times where there was promises of, of buying things and big Christmases. And, and as a kid, you get so excited that Santa's going to come and that, and uh, there's going to be lots of presents or the Easter bunny's going to come. But as soon as he had wiggled his way into our family the, the Easter's were not the same. The Christmases weren't the same. And it especially changed when I did have a sister um, because that was their child together. So obviously, like, I was no longer the, like, magic child or, like, the, the important child. Like, it, all the attention was turned to my sister. So it's like, I also kind of get why Legion lied about his brother in a weird way. Because, like, I know what it's like to be the sibling that everyone shits on. Because when I finally had a sister the dynamic changed. So like, I get to some extent why he would lie a little bit, but now as an adult and I've, I've witnessed what it's like to lie to somebody and to manipulate them so hard. It's like, I don't understand why after his whole family has thrown him to the side and he's done, why has he not learned from it? No. Because I used to lie as a kid, you know, like, but I learned in the lie of like my family being mad at me or getting punished or being put in timeout, it makes me wonder, what was his childhood like? Why is his twin thriving and he's not? And not to say that any of it's justified, but that's where my head goes as somebody who's been a liar, has been lied to, witnessed somebody being in this sort of similar situation. It it makes me wonder, like, 
why is he where he's at that he's still lying as a grown fucking man? Who hurt you? <laughs> Who hurt you? Really? You know? I mean, I would ask the same questions about X. I would, it was like, I. Chemical imbalance? I'm not going to talk about his family because I don't need to talk about his family, but yeah, maybe it's a chemical imbalance. Maybe there there's something else going on in there that's like, now to me, for years, I kept thinking, oh, this is the way he survives. Mm-hmm. He survives off of the kindness of others. And I, that only lasts for so long. Then stuff happens. He gets called out. Um, he gets kicked out of that community. Then he he's burning bridges, you know? And that's what um, Legion was doing, was just burning bridge after bridge after bridge. Consistently. Um, and, like, if we had this – like, but the thing is, like, they create this whole narrative, and they build off of this narrative, and it's like the narrative just – First of all, lying is exhausting, and having to keep up a lie. Keeping track of the lies. <laughs> like who was it? Was it Tom Sawyer or something? Said that don't lie because you got to remember so many things. Like yeah. you don't have to remember anything if you're not lying all the time. So it's like I understand if you're a kid and you're a compulsive liar, and you're like I'm, you know, you're making up stuff to sound great and awesome, and you're almost playing with the make believe, but making it in real life, and then you cross that boundary. Yeah, sure. And then, but then when it's like when you you push the limits, mm-hmm. you get away with something. You're in that Seven Eleven, you still want candy. You're like got you got away with it. Like oh, I can I'm gonna steal two candies next time. Yeah, candies. And then you just now you're that's what it is. That's what you do, and so you keep doing it, and you don't maybe, but also. When you don't realize you're not learning from the lesson and you're mm-hmm. not realizing you're hurting people, then you there's no empathy. You, there's no empathy. Then you mm-hmm. there's no there's no compassion or feeling there. It's like I'm gonna yawn right now. You guys are gonna yawn because I'm yawning. I know you're not sociopaths. <laughs> or psychopaths. Is that your test? <laughs> uh, no, that's just like just it's like it's a test that people have talked about for years and years and years. And it's like if this person keeps doing this, he's not learning anything. He's burning bridges. He's losing people. He has no roots. Like Legion has no roots anywhere and nobody wants him. And when you watch the story and you're like watching these videos and like the family that's coming and talking to uh, Risa Tisa about like, yeah, he's a known liar. He's lied his whole life. Yeah. We want nothing to do with him. His friends, he has no friends. And she felt bad about that for him. She was sad. I mean, (sighs) I was sad for X. I was like, he has no best friend. And yeah. did I think about you it? You even tried time? to get me to hang out with him, and I was like, like I can't. Yeah, and like he, it's the it's the fabricated friendships and the fabricated yeah. relationships. Not even like the the um the what is the parasocial relationships. It's yeah. not like the it's the I, you know, you're making up something to sound cool and better than you are. You're embellishing, exaggerating it. Yeah, but also. That's that's fine for a lot of people, especially in LA, mm-hmm. especially in Los Angeles and in the Hollywood and in this community and industry where you're trying to like be you're you're it's dropping you know all about who you've worked with that. yeah yeah but like when you're doing it just to like I don't even realize it or if they know that they're causing the harm that's how gone they are that's how lost in the sauce that oh, they are oh my yeah you know my I mean? stepdad loved to cause harm Ugh, he like okay. got off on it so I think it depends upon the individual yeah because I I would say in my opinion Legion seemed to get off on the dangling the carrot like he always liked to be like we're gonna go on a fancy vacation yeah. and then it never happened mm. dangling the car I mean, dangling yeah. the I the weird part for me in my head when I listen to the story is well not weird that's a bad word for it the part where I relate to Legion the most is when she talks about him living out of his car because there was a point where I lived out of my car not and, because you were a pathological liar though no 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 very different <laughs> I was like just so we're all you no, know yes. that way but yeah I mean yeah there was there was a point where my stepmom did think I was a pathological liar but it was me reaching out to others for help because I knew that my stepmom long story long I had a very bad stepdad and a very bad stepmom so I had no escape from this sort of scenario but I'm very different spectrums and I can go into that another day when I feel like divulging but um I felt bad for him when he was living out of his car because I I know what it's like to feel like you do have no one in your corner and not that I wish his family had done or like reached out because I'm sure that they had reached their limit with him but it kind of it was such a reflective moment on Risa Tisa because she even felt bad mm-hmm. like if you notice in the story like I know a lot of people people believe her but there's you know skeptics as there should be with any good yeah. storyteller but people were saying that like oh how do we know that this is real because she had fucking empathy mm-hmm. when he had nothing 
that's how you know, in my opinion, that she's not lying. And maybe there's a little bit of fabrication. I don't think so because she was taking voice notes. But the fact that she cared about how, like, she was going, he initially was like a 6X to a XL. 3X. 3X or whatever it is, the sizing. Like, she pointed out the compassion that she had because she noticed that he was losing weight and not well. So if anybody is a little skeptical about her story, on in my opinion, she I, even gave him money for food. She gave him six dollars for, for some, some chicken, chicken nuggets. nuggets. <laughs> and I'm just, that was it's hilarious. Not just like I'm giving you money for food. And like the funny bit of it is like, here's six dollars. And then she she didn't even it. give him ten. Yeah, she zelled <laughs> it. And I'm just yeah, no, it was like, <sighs> like I would have at least given him ten, but damn. Yeah. Damn. I have I have a question. How does how did um, your situation with your ex? Mm-hmm. How did that affect you going into? Future relationships. I like. trust no one. I'm, just kidding. <laughs> I'm totally kidding. She's like, um, I live in a cave. I, I honestly, I, I don't. The problem is, I'm so trusting, and everyone gets beginners benefit of the doubt with me. Sure. I mean, I'm so patient and understanding and trusting. And if you knew and saw what I, what my experience was that four years with X, it was like, you know, it's like, oh, Chrissy's gonna give you some the time of day. Like it, mm-hmm. she'll find, she'll bring you into. Her, her home and her heart and her wallet, if need be. <laughs> um, but do not cross her now. Because, <laughs> like, hell hath no... Sorry. Um, yeah, like, my friends and my mm. support system and my community scorned. Your support system. Because the rallying of that... And, like, I I understand. And, and like, Risa Tisa had the year and a half that she had with him. And just dis- dis- didn't necessarily have that support system, I guess, because of quarantine. Yeah. And I mean, I would joke around with my roommate, like, it was like, what if I was still with him during lockdown? Someone will go die. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> Some, honestly, yeah. And I have, I had even about those, like, think about those times. But to have like the community and friends that you have, like, I had a friend intervention. I had three friends sit mm-hmm. me down after the second or third breakup situation mm-hmm. where he was caught again. But I'm um, like, and even in that moment, I vulnerably broke down. I was sad. I was upset. And I was crying. And I was like, I need help, you know. And then just to turn around and be like, no, I'm fine. This is okay. This is fine. I'm going to go back to everything is fine. And people did step aside. People did leave my life during that, that time period because they were, they were, honestly, I don't blame them. They were sick of watching it back and forth and sick of seeing it. And there was nothing you can do. Or say to make someone leave a situation, yeah, like that. Um, and it's hard. And I know people are like, and I'm so sorry to tangent off of the, your question. I'll get back to it in two seconds. Um, <laughs> At least you're aware. I'm aware. I'm very aware. I'm very well aware. Um, when someone's like, "Why don't you just get up and leave? Why don't you just go? Why don't you just leave after the first two red flags?" Now just Cosmo did, and that's great. And you took advice from other people. And it was a short time span with him. And I love that. Or with her. And I, I, I love that you. With Carrot Top. Ca- that Carrot Top. <laughs> I love carrot that P- Carrot Top had a bad reputation as it was. Thank, <laughs> and thank Dude. God. Thank Thanks God. Like, if it was a silent but yeah. deadly kind of thing. Like. Uh, I would hate myself. Yeah. For Like if I got. If I got stuck in, a, in the pandemic with that person. Just because it was like that first six months. And or the first whatever months. How long it was. Yeah. And then like. Think I I will never I will never ever move in with somebody unless I'm really capable. I'm in a great spot. Yeah. Person I'm dating now yeah. is in a great spot. It's like mm-hmm. I gotta be financially set. I know the other person that I'm dating is definitely financially set. Like they're okay, but I'm just like I'm not gonna make promises. I want to yeah. make yeah. promises for the future oh, yeah. to work towards. But sure. right off the bat to dangle something in front of somebody's face is so fucked up. I just yeah. want to yeah. punch somebody in the face for doing that. The like. Mm-hmm. And the, the reason why I bring up the telling someone to just get out and mm-hmm. no one listening is like everyone's situations and circumstances are different. For sure. Some women are in much more volatile situations where they live with their abuser. Mm-hmm. They have kids. They aren't self-sufficient. They have no money. Yeah. They can't just get out. Um, there's lots or they're they're just so suck, stuck in the cycle of the abuse and the, the, the everything that there's nothing left to do or they yeah. lost a chunk of their support system and there's no one else to turn to. Mm-hmm. Um, but I will say I, I do see little red flags here and there and I try not to hyper fixate on them mm-hmm. and make them something that they're not yeah. like, Oh, this person doesn't have a car. 
what does that mean? Are they going to try to like use my car all the time, make me buy them a car? Like, oh, yeah, that's is a it fast spiral. Be, it's a, yeah, like, and I would have these little spiraling moments. Yeah. Where I'm like, it's okay, and or this person doesn't have a consistent, steady job. Um, they're trying to. The, the thing is, it's like, unless someone's trying to really like push to like let's move in together, let's live together, the let's share a bombing. cell phone, let's do this, and or they're a brand new person. Like, thankfully, my my partner now, I've. He's a really good friend of mine. I've known him for years, 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 years. Hmm. And we already had a good, healthy relationship of rapport, knowing each yeah. other rapport. And he, you know, he may not have all the money in the world, but he's rich in other ways. Aww. I love you. Aww. <laughs> I love you. Yeah. <laughs> but um, we love the fans. We love the fans. We love the fans. I'm going to cry because that was so beautiful. But, but, but the spiraling, yeah, of course. And I try not to do that. And I will say, I started seeing a therapist the last month that X and I were together mm-hmm. because I hit my point of, I don't know what to do. I don't know what's next. I can't get out of the situation. And mm. four years, no, six years of therapy, she unfortunately passed away. Mm. Um, like, did help significantly mm-hmm. seeing a mental health professional. And it took me so long to see it, to, to get to someone. And I feel like, and it took me so long because he didn't want me to see a therapist. Mm. Also. That's a, yeah. And like, he was weirded out by it. He wouldn't go see it's one. He wouldn't do one. Yeah. yeah. And it's I'm like, well, why? <clears throat> you know? And I think yeah. the fear is like, well, they're going to tell you to leave me. I'm like, well, why would they do that? <laughs> <laughs> why would why they do that? I, I, I have to admit, when my partner told me about therapy, and I was like, I don't want to be broken down. There's like, there's something like when you, when you have, when you're diagnosed with something, that's you. It's like, mm. I don't, like, my mom, she got diagnosed with cancer. She didn't want to do, deal with any of that stuff. Mm, so it's yeah. just like, she went out with a bang. Fuck you, the chemo, fuck all that stuff. not want to, yeah. Yeah, and I'm just like, Ugh. if I have a schizophrenia or something, blah, 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 like, that's it. My life has changed. <laughs> yeah, I could fucking deal with it. I can get some medication for it. But everything who I was just before I knew yeah. about that, I'm gone. I'm That person's mm, gone. It's an interesting perspective. That's that. what I was afraid of. But I actually went. During the pandemic, I went on BetterHelp and started talking. I, of course, I went through like maybe one or two yeah, different ones. But it takes time. The last one I was in, um, which I want to go back, but just the way things is now with the yeah. world coming back to normal, it's just really hard to find a damn job. Even a that. mediocre job with some of my resume that I tried to dumb down. But um, That's tough. it was great to vent because mm-hmm. even though you're going through problems and you have your best friends, which I learned the hard way is your friends will vent to you, but not necessarily means that I have the spoons for yeah. that. Like, I like I will take on everybody's stuff because I was a bartender. That's just how it was. Mm-hmm. And so, but for me to actually vent to somebody, like someone that's close to me, like a best friend or a partner, I never realized. I'm like, well, they're going through, they have their own stuff to go through. So mm-hmm. it's not fair. That's what's you know? also kind of sad about her story is that she didn't really have anybody to talk to yeah, about. When her, when her aunt said... Yeah. Uh, like, well, you married him. It's like. That's fucked up. Girl, do you yeah. not have anybody else? Family can be horrible, man, when it comes to certain situations. It's oh, like... I know. <laughs> like, I'm like, there. There's like, hold my beer. Uh, no, please. Uh, hold no. my white claw. That's no, a, I'm, I'm really. <laughs> I'm not drinking. I'm having water. Hold my, out of my water. Stanley. I have my collagen water. No, I am. Um... <laughs> I, I think, like, the best way to kind of put a ribbon on this topic and. Why, I mean, we can take turns too here at the end, putting like what our message to anyone who's listening to this would be. First of all, there's a helpline. Um, we'll put it, if you're watching on YouTube, I'm going to put the number at the bottom of the screen. Chompy, our editor, is actually going to do it because I'm not that editing savvy. But we'll put a number at the bottom of the screen. So if you feel like you're in a situation similar or if you maybe know somebody that could use the f- number, um, please reach out because... You never know what somebody's really going through, and just even one act, small act of kindness could really change for them, Um, especially like when I was 16, living out of my car. um, I wish somebody would have done something like that for me, and that's really why I wanted to talk about this in this episode, because I relate to her feeling like no one really was there for me, and um, I'm just glad that I have friends now that are there for me, so... um, yeah, be kind to people around you. Okay, somebody else talk. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I think it's important that you mention that, even if it's mm-hmm. not 
something, a helpline or a number or resources. There are so many resources out there to help you, but maybe you want to help somebody else. Mm-hmm. You you're, you see a friend or a family member who's in it and you can't do anything. You feel so helpless and you can't do anything for them. Maybe you had two French interventions with them and they weren't listening. <laughs> um, like uh, a big thing about me going to therapy was like, I need to understand his dynamic, mine, how, how this works, how to make this work. Mm-hmm. What am I not seeing? And after the first couple of years with her of like, okay, I'm not 100% healed. I'm not 100% trusting everybody and everything and can move forward. But I'm getting to a point where I'm like, now I can just have a daily conversation of free associating and not being triggered and traumatized mm-hmm. by what X did and how he changed everything about me and how he was the absolute worst thing to ever happen to me. But now I'm like, fuck that guy. Fuck that guy. Fuck your stepdad. (laughs) Yeah, Um, right. That loser. Fuck Carrot Top. But like, like those people need therapy. Well, not um, not Carrot Top himself. Carrot yeah, Top. Yeah, he's great. Well, Carrot Top. Carrot Top. But fuck my um, Carrot Top. But but to like, I stayed in therapy up until my therapist therapist passed away. Mm-hmm. So that I can also be a better listener and a better speaker and also I can help somebody, you mm-hmm. know, without – and, like, honestly, it's more just, like, here's the resources. Please help yourself. If you see something, say something. Mm-hmm. If you see something, say nothing and drink to forget. I'm just kidding. Oh, my God. No, it's a, it's a silly joke. No, no, no. I'm kidding. No, but, like, everyone's experience is different. Mm-hmm. Everyone's circumstances are different. Like Dara said, be kind because you don't know. Especially on the internet. Yeah. You don't know. Yeah. And when Especially you're questioning why someone's doing something or posting a story, like why are you putting your dirty laundry out there or why are you, you know, taking pretty sel- sexy selfies at night and you're ruining your <laughs> light and everyone hates watching those. Maybe they want to see your cosplay instead. Subscribe. Um, <laughs> it's free. Why are, you, why are you asking that? Are you okay? What is yeah. it? Why is it hurting you or bothering you? Because it's probably not. But, um, yeah, no. I just, you know, be kind to each other. It costs mm-hmm. almost nothing except for maybe a penny or a nickel. And if you ever see one on the ground, pick those up because they mm. mean everything. But, uh, yeah. I say grab the person's phone, right? Uh-oh. It's like, can I use your phone for a second? Don't I got to look something look up on YouTube. Phones. No, 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 no. Just like, can I, like, I want to look something up on YouTube or Google something. My phone is blah, blah, blah. Then you on Google, you put in therapy. And then the algorithm. <laughs> Download the better Help the, or the, the Talk No, no, no. Space. The oh. algorithm on the phone from social media to everything will mm-hmm. automatically point to therapy. It does yeah, that. Every time I look up something great. on the camera or on the phone, it does mm-hmm. that. And I'm like, I just typed in boots now i'm getting asked for all types of boots so yeah that's another, the phone be listening that's another way to do it yeah yeah i don't know if you did see any of legion's things about don't google like stop googling things and googling people and how he's been trying to like mm. po- like show his like she's lying this and that but it's like mm. i don't no, I think it that. costs you anything but you can do a background check on anybody if you yeah. really want to. Do the background check. Vet, listen to your gut, listen to your instincts. If you're not sure, phone a friend. Mm-hmm. Just to, you know, phone your therapist. I don't know. I know this was kind of a, I mean, this is our first episode out the gate. This is kind of a darker yeah. topic, but thank you all so much for listening. Um, this was a really great episode. Honestly, I feel really good about our conversation and feel really good about just talking about this and spreading more awareness. If you haven't watched her series, please go watch her series. I know it takes a bit of your time, but it's, it took a lot of her time too, though. Yeah, exactly. hundred percent. Her transparency and honesty. So mm-hmm. give her that and listen, you know? Yeah. And listen to Delulu Canoe. Also Delulu Canoe. Yeah. yeah. We're on Spotify, Apple, anywhere yes. you listen to podcasts. Leave us some good reviews because that really means a lot to a newer podcast. So be sure to go do that. Subscribe if you're on YouTube. Maybe leave us a comment. Let us know if you listened to her story as well or if you were touched by it. I would love to see some stories in the comments about maybe a situation you're in if you're comfortable sharing mm-hmm. or maybe if you got something out of this episode, leave us something positive because this was kind of a darker one and we could use a little ray of sunshine. Yeah. So thank you all so much. We hope your Delulus come true, Lulu. I feel like if I'm going to pick a character in the canoe, I'm going to be the bear because I feel better about letting it all out. Do you have a character I am. you relate to? Oh, man. Are you the angry dog? Oh, I'm all three of them. No, I'm Aww. the kitty cat. I'm the angry dog. Why am I the angry <laughs> dog? I I'm the cat like, oops, I did a thing. I'm sorry. What about you, Cosmo? 
before we end it? Ooh, <laughs> You're more the I'm cat. A, I'm, I'm the, the bear. Dog. The Are bear. The bear or the dog? The bear aware. I'm, I'm just. The sta- bear aware. I, I am just staring this. I'm the Aww. as a matter of fact cat. Actually, I need that onesie like yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you all again so much. I hope you guys have a great evening. I hope all your Delulus stay true, Lulu, and all your dreams come true. And I hope you're safe. Check out that number if you need it below. Subscribe. <laughs>